1: This is Computer Talk with
2: TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric.
3: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here to help you out till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. we got some interesting conversations conversations earlier about AI, artificial intelligence. And again, you have to be careful how you define it. Um a lot of it's just analytics and number crunching. You know, there's there's no consciousness. Uh, a lot of people I think conflate AI with artific- with consciousness. Um and uh, I mean, obviously if if machines get to that point, we're probably in trouble. Um depending on how we program, you know, all programmers are great, right? They're all nice, nice people they're never going to program any kind of bad things in the computer, right? But uh, if you have any discussions you'd like to talk about artificial intelligence, from what I've seen, mostly, you know, Watson is all is basically just a customer service rep, um, you know, answering bank questions. Uh, some Japanese insurance company replaced thirty four uh, insurance brokers because Watson can tell you what your medical payout is going to be based on the information you input to it. So, you know, you're going to find people who deal with analytics might find their jobs. At risk for the AI because it's just doing the math. So let's go on to uh, Greg. And I mean, our cheese, it gets moved. Guys, you all know your cheese is out there where it is. And eventually it's going to get moved by something. We all know that, right? Uh, Unless you work for the government. Let's go on to Greg in Nagadak. What's going on, Greg?
4: Good morning, guys. Morning. I've been using Firefox for a long, long time, sure. and I have the updated version all right. and uh, I've never had any trouble except lately. all of a sudden, there is one website only yeah. wwwautonews.com mm-hmm. that just plain won't load. so I with my limited abilities, I went on the internet and I found that they suggested to clear the Firefox history, cache yeah, and cookies yeah. And uh, I did that, and still, uh, I cannot – Firefox works fine, but I cannot get on uh, autonews.com. Chrome will go on, no problem. But I like Firefox better because it is a little faster. Any thoughts?
3: I'm checking right now um, if we can get on autonews.com with our Firefox. And the drum roll is, da, 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 of course I can. So I would tell you to uninstall your Firefox completely, reboot, and download a new browser. There's something You've done the things you're supposed to do, and right. it didn't solve the issue. So something is wrong with how your browser is processing that website. It's a neat website about auto news. Not like automatic news, it has to do with...
4: No, automotive news automotive. Is a magazine that that I pay for, you know, yeah, and awesome. I get a uh, email uh, news uh, video every day, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. and and it just won't open it, you know, yeah. and it used to. You I know? hear you. The only thing I, I I'm worried about if I uh, get a new Firefox,
3: yeah, uh,
4: is I'll lose all my
3: um, bookmarks. Uh, bookmarks. Yeah, export them.
4: I did. How do you do that, or could you give me something on your website? Yes,
3: we can put a link as to how to export your bookmarks from Firefox. That's pretty commonly done. So you definitely would want to do that, export your bookmarks, and then delete Firefox from your computer, uninstall it. Don't just delete the icon, uninstall it. And then um, reboot your machine, and then go out to Mozilla and download it it again and and, uh, install it. That should take care of it.
4: Um, well, I kind of thought that might, but I was afraid of losing my bookmarks. Right. So um, – and you said you'd you'd put a link up or something?
3: Yep, we promise we'll do that.
4: Uh, very, very nice. And listen, I should know your web, website. Uh, w- what is it, Tab?
3: Computertalkwithtab.com.
4: Computertalkwithtab.com.
3: The name of the show, hey, guys, dot .com.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
3: Our pleasure, Greg. All right, bye-bye. All right, so he's going to go and find that link. That should be easy. Oh, already found it, already out there for you. Uh, we got Jack in West Hartford who might have a solution to that old Mac computer running the Lion operating system with uh, the QuickTime. It's not quitting, right? What do you got, Jack? Good morning. Uh, Actually, it's uh, not West Hartford. It's Waterford. Oh, my bad. I I read it wrong. He has it in there right. Matt's got it in there right. Sorry. I saw Waterford, but I read it as actually he has it as Weederford. Believe it or not, he didn't have it in oh, quite yeah, right. So that, I saw West sure. Hartford. He, if you if you look at Weederford quickly, it looks like West Hartford. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Jack.
5: All right, uh, no, I think the first problem is that they're using QuickTime. If if I'm a Mac guy and yep. and I my understanding is that uh, Apple has really stopped updating quick time. All right. not that it should make too much difference, but they don't give it much attention.
3: So what's and the better solution? What
5: I did is I changed over to a program called VLC, right. uh, Victor, Lima, Charlie, and that's a cross-platform thing.
3: All right, great.
5: Uh, it's free. Yeah, you can download it from a site called videolan I see V i d e o l a n dot All
3: right, I see it. Yep. Now they're running Lion. Are they gonna? It yep. says it. This you, thing it,
5: runs on anything. Really? When I say cross platform, if you've got a chip, yep. in it, it it'll will run. Probably I use run. It.
3: Oh, yes. Bob uses it too. Yeah. All right, Bob uses it too. So that's great alternative. Uh-huh. Try to solve yeah, the problem. Just upgrade it, replace it.
5: Yeah, and I do the same thing they do. I ride around on my motorcycle and take videos and uh, download them and show them on my uh, TV and my uh, computers and send it to my friends. That's awesome. So they can they can see what they're missing. You
3: know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
5: You know, instead of sitting home listening to you guys on a
3: Saturday, they should be out riding. Taking yeah. The video. Get out there and put All a right? camera on their head and or
6: get their radio out and it. listen to Computer Talk with Tab yeah. while you're riding.
3: Yeah, stream us while you're that's, riding.
5: That's true. That's true. You can do that with some of these newer devices that you put on your helmets. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So that's pretty good.
3: All right. Well, thanks for the information, Jack. Sure thing. All right, sir. Love your show. Thank you.
5: Heard, listened to it for years.
3: We're glad oh, you did. do. All right, um, so there's an idea for you. Just just punt quick time and call it a day.
6: I was listening to radio through the helmet speaker on my uh, motorcycle mm-hmm. more than thirty years ago. Really? Yeah,
3: that is a long time ago, there, Bob. <laughs> let's go on to let's go to your calls again. We're going to go to Robert in uh, Hartford. What's going mm-hmm. on, Robert? Hey, good morning.
7: morning. How you doing?
3: Oh, doing fine. How are you?
7: I'm hanging in there. Okay. About four months ago, um, Mm -hmm. a little, as you can tell, I'm computer illiterate.
3: Can't tell yet, but (laughs) now that you've told me, we know what we're working with. Okay. You didn't give me enough to go on by that. I just can't tell by the timbre of your voice. (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's one of these guys. Okay.
7: Yeah, right. No, my friend DK3 might be listening, and and Uh, he's dealt with me so many times with my problems. Okay. And... I think I'm too slick for my own good. Oh boy! Okay, so four months ago, mm-hmm. um, uh, something would appear above my—is um, it the taskbar at the bottom? All right. Okay, now you know how you're fine. I am.
3: You're doing fine. Taskbar at the bottom is correct. There's a little okay, notification, and,
7: and, yeah. and the, it would come up like you know IMG Sync dot image eight dot and I would just click cancel or exit out. Like it said, do you want to run, save, or or open? Mm-hmm. And I never did that. Well, it was just annoying. Yeah. Um, so two months ago, this is the slick part. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I I downloaded a, a free trial antivirus that actually, um, way back in the day, you were uh, quite fond of, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. All right. And it said, you know, I had a, Uh, uninstall my Microsoft Security Essentials and Malwarebytes. So I did, downloaded it, and nothing, um, those two plus the free download would clear that image sync, image Mm eight. Coincidentally, two months ago when I downloaded, uh, oh, I almost said the word. um, That's okay. Was
3: it AVG or something?
7: Well, no. uh, um, Can I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Viper.
3: Yeah, we've never been that high on Viper, but go ahead. It's
7: fine. Well, okay, my memory's not so good. It's okay. (laughs) Um,
3: Other people have.
7: And now I have a a new problem, and this freezes my computer. Mm. Uh, It's cloudfront.net.
3: Cloudfront? Cloud,
7: Cloud, like up in the sky. Cloud, C-L-O-U-D. Yep, yep. Front, F-R-O-N-T dot net. And I Googled that, but it's you know list different things on ways on how to clear it mhm but i don't know which one i could trust so i'm hoping you you could give me some guidance
3: so yeah we already have a link on the removing your image sync oh okay issue. so we've already found that and it'll walk you through it's a some sort of ad where that you've been hit with now just so you know if you listen to the show for a while most likely you got these things based on your surfing and if you're using um open d n s you'd probably not be impacted. you wouldn't have gotten these things okay. um so we'd recommend you you consider configuring your system through open d n s and you'll because we can tell you how to solve these things but then you're gonna surf to the same places right that are delivering them to you and you're gonna get infected twenty minutes later um mm. so that's kind of the problem uh with with these things so it uses cloud front has to do with amazon a w s um which is interesting. I'm not sure why you got an uh, AWS CloudFront pop up hitting you and you're just freezing it when you hit it?
7: Well, it, it freezes my computer up. Hmm. So then I have to go and, you know, either shut down or restart my computer.
3: Maybe it's not the same thing.
7: And a couple of times, you know, <clears> I had to do it like three or four times. It just kept on popping up, freezing, popping up, freezing. Hmm. And then it comes randomly.
3: Well, it's definitely some sort of. Malware you have on your system. Malware Bytes would have been the thing that we would recommend you use to remediate.
7: I I, I did have that on my, my machine say I do listen sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and or pay attention. Sure,
3: sure. So I would be down And, re- and, and,
7: and malware bytes never picked it up.
3: Well, yeah. Uh, but now you have it, so maybe you should re download it and oh, see no, if it's I,
7: I I've had it like I oh. said for two months. Oh, okay. And you know, I tried malware, I tried the Microsoft Security Essentials and those two didn't pick up that. Um
3: so this, is, uh, this looks like an Outlook thing. Do you have Outlook 2010 on your machine? No. Well, it's definitely uh, – Outlook is a mail program. There's an actual hit, hit here from Outlook 2010, CloudFront.net is hanging up uh, people's systems. Um, CloudFront seems to be some sort of Amazon interface of some kind. Oh. Um, but it's popping up on its own, cool. right? So, again, that's that would be – I would categorize it as malicious um, if, it, if it locks your machine up like this. So, you know, you got to clear your cache if it's a if it's a browser based issue. Um, oh. I'm trying to see if anybody had any solutions clearing this cloud front issue. Have you found anything, Bob?
7: No, I've heard the term you know clear clearing you know my cache,
3: but mm-hmm. you go to your browser and uh, within your browser there's a cache, there's your your cached history, and sometimes browser hijacks are just people throwing in. Um, redirections to websites based on what's in your in your okay. cached history. Um, but this is a direct connection to this CloudFront.net. Um, you don't know if you run Outlook. You're running Outlook under your Microsoft. No, I I should not. You should not be, or you don't know that you should be.
7: I'm pretty sure I'm not. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> hmm. because I use um a Mozilla for my email. All right, and um. I still use Yahoo Internet Explorer for my surfing. Okay. And my friend says, no. Yeah, yeah." what are
3: you doing with Internet Explorer, Robert? We've told you not to do that for a long time.
7: I know, and my friend said the same thing. You know, I know Firefox. Yeah. Well, Uh, well, like.
3: (laughs) Yeah, get off of IE. It's a much more problematic browser. Okay. Um, Go over to Chrome or Firefox, but configure OpenDNS. Now, you said DK3 is a buddy of yours that has some IT experience?
7: Oh yeah, he worked for major insurance companies. So,
3: what's his favorite beer?
7: What's his favorite beer? Mm. I know he gets it in Weathersfield. All right, so go get it's a Polish beer. All
3: right, go get some for him. Call him over and have him help you configure Open DNS on your machine.
7: Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because you got to do that, Robert, or you're going to continue to get hit with these weird, these weird malicious sites based on where you're going. Uh, mm. Did you find anything, Bob, on that cloud front?
6: I just posted a few articles, but I'm not sure that it's really going to solve this problem.
3: Well, we found the image one. The image eight is definitely malicious, or it's Adware. So we, we've got some posts for that for you on the image one. But the cloud front, we haven't really found an answer to yet. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, clear cache, stop using I.E. Run Open DNS. Maybe if you even implement Open DNS, that pop-up might go away. Um, I don't know. It okay. seems like it's a, it seems like it's a legitimate tool. From, from Microsoft, it's a developer tool, I think.
6: It's a content delivery network offered by Amazon Web Service. Content delivery network provide a globally distributed network of proxy servers which cache content such as web videos or other bulky media more locally to uh, consumers, thus improving access to consumers.
3: So maybe it is like it's a feature of somebody's ad network that's hitting you, Robert. You're being delivered something that's like your machine's choking on. How old's your machine? Aha. Uh-huh.
7: It's a Dell Optiplex something. It might be 15, 20
3: years old. Oh, my goodness.
6: It's probably yeah. running Windows XP.
3: Yeah. So happening? Windows 7 professional, activity. All right, that's fine. But it's a very old system, Yeah. and possibly this is, like, not malicious. It's just some, well, it's malicious because it's forcing the ad on you. But oh, it's uh, It's throwing the ad up to you, and your machine's going, ah, I don't know what to do with this. I can't run it, so it could be just simply that. Fifteen-year-old system?
7: Yeah, well, li- limited in income, so.
3: I hear you. No, I hear you. No, <laughs> yeah. So get your buddy over there. Buy some Polish beer. Get your guy, your buddy over there and <laughs> configure OpenDNS. Right. Um, but uh, it doesn't look too malicious then. Okay. Um, well, it's annoying, you know, it's, it's annoying, but it freezes your system up. And it may not necessarily freeze your system up. Your system could be freezing up simply due to its age. Right?
7: Kind
3: of like me, I guess. Like all of us. (laughs) All right, Robert? All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So we can't tell if you guys are bad computer users by the sound of your voice. We're not that good. We're not that intuitive. We're geeks, man. What do you think? We have no idea. Well,
6: we're we're into IT and tech. We're not into social.
3: Right, any kind of interpersonal relationships. We can't we can't navigate those. We're gonna step out for a quick break. Get back to your calls. Feel free to get online. All the lines are wide open. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tad. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online at wtic 522 wtic And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We did have a little discussion about AI. It was kind of interesting. And if you want to talk about that and maybe where it's you know, going to replace you, <laughs> you're worried about H-1B visa workers. You should be worried about AI You know, doing analytics um, if you're in the analytics field. Let's go to Gene in West Hartford next. Hey Jean, what's up?
0: Hi Eric and Bob. Um, actually, I have a quick question. Mm. I hope, mm-hmm. um, but it's about um, DNS, Open DNS. So yeah. I had Open DNS on my system. Had all along. then I had, and I'm just still wondering um, whether I still have it because Frontier had to come in and they ended up changing my password. So okay. I guess the question would be is, you know, they changed that regular password to get on to the system
3: They're, altogether. Okay. It, yeah, Wi-Fi. On your On your machine. Oh, the Wi-Fi. Okay, not your computer password. Wi-Fi.
0: Okay. Just on the Wi-Fi. All right. So would that have automatically, would whatever they have done when they were here doing that stuff, would that have taken away my open DNS? Nope. Oh, okay, good. Okay, I, then I'm
3: all set. Yeah, and you can you can actually prove it out by trying to go to the is it the internetbadguys.com, Bob is that the website? What's that? The Internet Bad Guys is that what it's called to have a test if your Open DNS is running? I, I think it's what it is. Well, I'll find that. I think it's Internet the Internet Bad Guys or it's Internet Bad Guys. If you type that in, if it, it'll block, it'll show the block on your on your computer.
0: Okay, Internet Bad Guys.
3: Yeah, hang on. I want to make sure it's right. It's either yes. the internet bad guys or just internet bad guys. So yeah, oh,
6: it's blocked. Yeah. So if you put, if you, <laughs> you type,
3: if you type in internet bad guys, and you get a right. DNS warning saying okay. you know it's a bad site, it's not a bad site by the way. It's just a site that has been deemed bad so that you can test if your open DNS is active.
0: Oh, okay. If you
3: get that block, you know you're good.
0: All right. Okay. And for some reason, right now, all of a sudden, my mouse isn't working. I have no idea what that was all about. Well, <laughs> it's working until I called you guys. Was it? Just like,
3: is it wireless?
0: It is wireless. Change the batteries. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> and um, and then one uh, uh, last question. The catch, uh, and again, because now my... my, um, If I want to just check my cache to yeah. see, like you say, to empty it. Yeah. So if I just do that, I'm using Google Chrome, by the way. Mm-hmm. No, actually, my... Is my browser Google Chrome, or is it – it says Google.
3: Is it the beach ball? Are you run the little beach ball?
0: Yeah, it's the beach ball. But yeah. I actually have – I use Yahoo, too. I go out to Yahoo. That's yeah. where my home page is.
3: But your browser That's, is Chrome.
0: Okay. All right. That's good. All right. So if I want to clear the cache, I need to clear it under Google
3: Chrome, Under right? Under Chrome, Yep.
0: And do I just go out and just search – you said, I heard you just say that to somebody before.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll put a link up here for you how to clear the cache. Gene, we had a hard break here. John's going to get mad at me in the news, so I got to let you go.
0: Thank you so much. I so appreciate it, guys. Our pleasure. Bye. Thanks,
3: Gene. All right, bye-bye. We'll be right back.
2: You see, I come from a time way back in the 1970s when computers were used for two things: you got to go to the moon or play Pong, nothing in between. You didn't need a fancy operating system to play Pong and the men and women, well the men, who went to the moon, well God bless them they did it with no mouse, you know, and a text only black and white screen and 32 kilobytes of RAM. Well then around the late 1970s home computers started to do a little more than play Pong. Very little more. Why? Computers started to play non-Pong like games and balance checkbooks. Hell, you could play Saxon on an Apple II and and write a book. All with a computer that had thirty-two kilobytes of RAM. Yeah, it was enough to go to the moon. It was enough for you. It was a golden time. A time before windows and bloatware and color. A time before every OS suck. Well, way back in the olden times, my computer worked for me. I'd laugh and play all night and day on Zork 1, 2, and 3. The Amiga Vic-20 and the Sinclair 2, the TRS-80, and the Apple II. They did what they were supposed to do. Wasn't much, but it was enough. But then Xerox made this prototype. Steve Jobs came on the scene red of mice and menus, windows icons and trash and a bitmap screen. Old Stevie said to Xerox, boys, turn your heads and cough. And when no one was looking, he ripped their interfaces off. Stole every feature that he had seen, put it in a cute box with a tiny little screen. Mac OS 1 ran that machine, only cost five thousand bucks. But it was slow, it was buggy, so they wrote it again and now they're up to OS 10. They'll charge you for the beta, then charge you again. But the Mac OS still sucks. Every OS wastes your time from the desktop to the lap. Everything since Apple DOS, just a bunch of crap. From Microsoft to Macintosh to LinLine, LinLine, Knox. Every computer crashes because every OS sucks. Well then Microsoft jumped in the game, copied Apple's interface with an OS named Windows 3.1, and it was twice as lame, but the stock price rose and rose. Then Windows 95, then 98, man, Solitaire never ran so great, every single version came out late, but I guess that's the way it goes. That bloatware'll crash, and delete your work, NTME, TME, man, none of them work, Bill Gates may be wretched and Captain Kirk, but the Windows OS blows, and sucks. At the same time, I've traded in, yeah right, for what? It's top of the line from the hut. The fridge, stove, and toaster never crash on me. I should be able to get online without a PhD. My phone doesn't take a week to boot it. My TV doesn't crash when I mute it. I miss ASCII text and my floppy drive. I wish vic 20 was still alive. But it ain't the hardware, man. It's just that every OS sucks and blows. Ah, there's Linux, or Linux, I don't know how you say it, or how you install it, or use it, or play it, or where you download it, or what programs run, but Linux or Linux don't look like much fun. However you say it, it's getting great press, though how it survives is anyone's guess. If you ask me, it's a great big mess for elitist nerdy schmucks. It's free, they say, if you can get it to run. The geeks say, hey,
5: that's half the fun.
2: Yeah, well, I got a girlfriend and things to get done. The Linux OS sucks. I'm sorry to say it, but it does. It it sucks. I'm sorry. Every OS wastes your time from the desktop to the lap. Everything since the abacus. Just a bunch of crap. From Microsoft to Macintosh to Linline, Linline ox Every computer crashes, cause every OS sucks. Every computer crashes.
3: And we are back. Yes, we had to play that. We haven't played that in many years, but we have played that. We have played that for the past 23 or 4 years that we've been on the program here. And it's uh, sadly no different now than it was then.
6: As much as things changed, everything remains the same.
3: And the funny thing (laughs) is, I'm sure you guys have, like, we just picked up a new washer and dryer, it's Wi Fi connected. I just can't imagine the problems I'm going to have with my washing machine when it decides to tell me it won't wash the clothes because it's not connected to the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't wash the clothes here for you, buddy. You're not logged into the cloud. Um, I mean, you can buy t- uh, refrigerators that are smart enough to tell you all sorts of stuff these days. Your, your TV does freeze when you mute it. Um, your phone can take a week to boot it, right? I mean, it's... Are we getting any better? I don't know. Let's, <laughs> let's go on to uh, Paul in Suffield. Hey, Paul, what's up? Ah, I can't wait till the washing
1: machine virus comes out. It's, I'm if telling you. Things, well,
3: when you start seeing me come in with uh, a, you know the same clothes, you'll know why. <laughs> what's up? Um,
1: well, first, just a quick public service announcement message. Sure. If you have a Yahoo or SBC Global account. Please change your password. I got a couple of requests from relatives in the past week. We can't get into our email account, and we never changed our password. Oh my god! So, yeah. So they're still working. The hackers are still working on those things.
6: Well, yeah. Well, somebody changed it for them. Right.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And of course, they changed the backup email, the backup mm-hmm. security question, So they're 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 toast. They're gone. They're toast. Yeah. <laughs> so, and of course, <laughs> the only way they accessed their email was through the web interface. So all their messages are gone too.
3: Yep. Uh, Sorry to hear that, but that's the cloud for you. Yep. Yep. That's it. Password is Uh, password.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Question ahead. Just a couple of things. Mm -hmm. uh, With most computers, there's standardized connectors, USBs, power, on a desktop and uh, video and stuff. Why has there ever been any effort to standardize the power connectors on notebook PCs?
3: Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? They, I, I really yeah. think they have a conspiracy to make sure we have to buy extra adapters. Um, but uh, but USB C does seem to be something that's becoming a standard for a lot of power adapters, uh, depending on the type of laptop. That USB C connector. Um, oh okay. But it is maddening. They can power enough? Yeah. Yeah, my my laptop's handle- been USB C for a long time.
1: Oh okay, I'm still. Got some that have that Dell three-pin connector on. <laughs>
3: right, that specialty pin <laughs> connector, so that when yeah. you lose it or it breaks, your laptop is useless, and right. you got to call Dell, yeah. and they're like, "Well, yeah, we okay. don't sell that anymore," and you have to find a third party okay. or replace your laptop. Or and get something. it on eBay. Yeah, it's a bit of a conspiracy. Better. Hopefully, you catch somebody throwing one away somewhere. <laughs> right. Right.
8: Uh,
1: yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, main question is: I know on um, at, on a desktop, if I'm on a Suspicious email. Yeah, uh, you can hover the mouse over a link, and you can see it's going to a .ru address or something like right. that. Right. Um, is there a way to do that on a tablet or phone to um, see where it's going before you click on it?
3: Well, if you're in the if you're in an email browser-based connection, you might be able to do that. But it is harder within a tablet to see to, to mouse over that within your phone or in your Android email to see. Where yeah, it's if you coming mouse from?
6: mouse over it, it might just well, take no, you there.
3: There's no mouse over it within those devices right. as yeah. easily. You know, I haven't really looked. Um, when I get anything that's suspicious in my phone, I, I mean, I just delete it. I, you almost can tell. You pretty much should assume all email is malicious. If right. you if yeah. you go based on that assumption, any email yeah. from any bank, any credit card, you know, anything, yeah. just assume it's malicious, and then reach out if you really think it's worth reaching out. Um, Yourself, yeah. you know. I've
1: been pretty good at it. One Amazon one caught me I, like, when I uh, had just placed an Amazon order and something came in like a few hours later, and I like, right. "Oops!"
3: <laughs> right, so they give you an attachment that was malicious, right? Yeah. Yep. So Amazon, believe it. I'm not well, a big it
1: wasn't an attachment it was a link, but yeah.
3: Okay, I'm not a big yep. Amazon user, but they do have some pretty neat apps. Um, so, like, you know, I ordered something and they the, the driver showed it. It was delivered, and they, they take a picture of where it was delivered. It, in my property. So the app actually showed me that. So that's a nice closed loop in that you're not using email and you can see if something was delivered. So if you get away from you know email for anything like that, I'm trying to okay. think what the app is, but it's a tool that Amazon offers you. Oh, okay. Um what is it called? It could be part of was it Amazon? Yeah, it's just an Amazon app. And uh, it'll tell you uh, what's been delivered if if the driver does that for you. But I just assume everything that you're getting in your email is malicious. If you go with that assumption to start, you're much better off.
1: That's right.
3: <laughs> yep. Kind of just
6: DNS stuff. Of
1: everything, unfortunately. Yep.
6: DNS stuff okay. has has a tool. That's a URL deobfuscator, so you can copy that link that you can't figure out where it goes. Oh yeah. But that's in their professional tool set, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But you can find out
3: where it's going or where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. All right, Paul? All right. Very good. Hey. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for checking for in. Okay. Bye-bye. Um, email is a big problem, guys. So any any emails you're getting from anyone where they ask you to update your your configuration, update your your uh, passwords or any of that, you just can't trust it. Not a single one. Basically, companies shouldn't be even sending them out. Now, sadly, there are still some companies that do kind of communicate in that fashion um, that – kind of condition you to think it's okay but it's not so just assume all email that's coming to you is malicious you know somebody's saying you purchased something on itunes and you get all upset oh you know i didn't buy anything no they're just trying to get you to open that attachment so they can get deliver that payload um which is going to be malicious so just assume it's all junk to begin with and you'll be much better off we're going to take a quick break and then get back to rich and farmington this is computer talk we'll be right back <music> We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. But let's get back to your calls. We're going to go to Rich in Farmington. What's going on, Rich?
8: Good morning, guys. Morning. Good to talk to you again. I have an antique problem, Uh even though I'm only 39 years old. My antique problem is years ago I was using Amipro. And I have a lot of uh business docs that I need to retrieve, and that's the extension dot sam s a m uh so I thought that I'd try to see if you guys can give me some direct advice on how I can directly open those uh, or
3: you want uh, to get a first conversion first you need a conversion tool
8: yeah, you guys know of one that you know will clearly show all the words
3: uh well there are some tools out here um there are and and they're relatively current uh postings here ami pro 3.1.sam file converter to office 2013 does seem to be a chance here Uh, you may have hidden pater right
8: there uh because I'm running Office 13.
3: Wow, look at that.
8: that yeah, and which conversion tool is that, Eric?
3: Um, it looks like it has to do with uh, an IBM upload, Lotus Smart Suite. Um, that seems to possibly do it. Uh, so it has something to do with Lotus Smart Suite 9.8.1. But – that might not be the exact solution you need. It's definitely with the exact question. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you find anything, Bob, yet? No. Uh-uh. Convert Sam. How did you end up doing so much work in, in Sam at your age? <laughs> this doesn't even make, doesn't even make sense. <laughs>
8: Well, this will be like you're looking at my resume or CV, okay? I graduated from that very large computer company called I've Been Moved.
3: Uh, oh, no. Um, yeah.
8: Okay? It, it, uh, you guys know me. You know the other stuff that I do. But uh, okay. the, the, the reality is back then I was using AmiPro, yep. and then I did have Lotus Smart Suite. as a matter of fact. Yeah. But the extension is .sam, and that's the challenge and you know long since you know i've been running microsoft etc but all these old docs that you know if i can open them have you tried
3: opening them in notepad
8: you know i i have not done that but you can I mean, do I'm it not as old and smart as you guys are notepad <laughs> old <you never> <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm assuming that we that prefer crusty. Thirty-nine. I know Bob's
3: only twenty minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it looks like you can open the SAM as a text file in Notepad. So that if you go to go to Notepad, they'll... that way you can open it that way at least. Yeah. yeah. Right, and see it. Um, we haven't found an. You know, they do have that note from IBM that they If you have that Lotus tool, I kind of alluded to. It didn't look like necessarily it was a solution. Um, but you can run that old Lotus smart suite if you have it on your machine and maybe do it that way. But the text file in Notepad, you find it, Bob?
6: Well, I found that you could open it with Word 2000.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Word 2000, good luck finding that. Um, I guess
8: the only I guess the only other alternative is a plaintiff call out from Computer Talk with Tad to anyone in the audience yeah. who has an old PC Still running Amy Pro or Lotus Smart Suite right. or whatever. You know, if they give me a call. Uh, we can get together
3: and do something. Yeah, put a, uh, put, there, put your information on Facebook. I think that's if you do it through our Facebook page, you might find somebody will respond that way. I don't want well, you to give your number out over the phone over the air unless you really want to.
8: Well, I, I don't mind doing it. All right, my go ahead. Is, uh, you know, my, my direct cell is two five one. Three six seven four five five six. I gave it one more four, time. All three numbers eight seven seven. Rich speaks. All right, and and uh, I I really appreciate it. You know, I think your loyal listeners are stand up people.
3: So no, you're tr- you're right. They're all they're you know it's a no, fifty thousand so, watt flamethrower. That most of these guys are, are folks that are listening are all good people. So you you should be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. try the text. Try to open up in Notepad. See if that works.
8: Appreciate your guys' help. You guys are great, and I mean that. God bless you. Thank you, making a great day,
3: guys. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye.
6: I may have an answer here. All right.
3: Amy, I pro, that's old.
6: That's pretty complicated.
3: Oh. You got to go from one thing to the next, and then can reconvert it to that thing, and then update it to the the other thing, and then... Yes. Yeah.
6: But it'll do it for 2013.
3: Really? So
6: let me put the link there. Oh, yeah.
3: Down, yeah, uh, uh, it goes to where 20, 20, 2010, that'll work in
6: 2013. Yeah, it says it'll work in 2013.
3: Yeah, we we might have found it for you, Rich. Looks like we might have found it for you. Now it's actually through Microsoft. Right. All right, that could work. Um, Real quick news article before we go to the end of the show here, and Dr. Lessie comes on in. This is something that you guys who are running your, your electric cars are going to like. Colorado is going to implement zero emissions vehicle mandate. This is the first executive order from Colorado's new governor, and uh, they're preparing to follow in California's footsteps in the hopes of increasing ownership of zero-emission vehicles. Uh, Colorado Governor Jared Polis announced Thursday that he signed an executive order supporting a transition to zero-emission vehicles. So again, if you want to power up your zero-emission vehicle in under an hour, your cable might melt. And you might have other things to do than sit there at the quote unquote EV power station and have it wait there for an hour. Well, that's why they. Especially if you have a two year old.
6: That's why they put the Chargers over in uh, um, West Hartford next to the Red Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Get some great onion rings. Yeah.
3: Best onion rings on the planet. Bottomless fries. fries. Shimmini crickets. (laughs) They have
6: great burgers. We'll put put the link
3: here for you guys. (laughs) If you're in Colorado, they're going to make you buy EVs eventually. So I want to thank you all of you for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank uh, Matt for producing. Skinny over there. can't even see him anymore. He's almost translucent. I want to uh, thank you, Mike G., for posting everything on computertalkwithtab.com. If uh, you can't remember that, it's the name of the showcom which also works. And if you follow us on Facebook at Tab Computer Systems, it'll be there as well.
6: See you next week.